Okay, we are here, Outsource to Profits. Nazmul, we are taking questions from the crowd, questions from the customers and prospects. And this is one that comes up quite often as founders are shaping their why to do this. If you look at, I'll call them legacy biases or fears and apprehensions, one of the main topics amongst quality control and communication, one of the most important questions that founders ask themselves is, how do I ensure that my teammates are going to be productive, efficient, working? You know, are they going to be moonlighting? Are they going to be running multiple jobs at the same time? How do I ensure they're actually doing the work that we have created the scope of services to make happen? So I thought it would be a perfect opportunity for you to outline the importance of what you've designed as a co-working environment and what you're seeing to ensure the type of productivity that we as founders expect from our teammates. Floor is yours. Absolutely, Jamie. I think it's easy for anybody to hire somebody. It's hard for somebody to keep the people that they have hired motivated and, and things go in the right direction. So uh, with that, so there are a few things that we can do and I'll touch upon four things and I'll expand on the last thing. And I'll, explain, and I'll explain why. First thing I want to talk about is keep your remote team in one place or in one country. I'll explain why. So usually what happens is when we work with remote team or offshore, let's, let's say offshore team. When we work with offshore team, if we have different people in different countries, what happens is then we have to follow different time zones. Then we have to follow different languages. And maybe we speak, we sh maybe we can just always speak English, but at the same time, Speaking in native language makes things faster. So what I have seen in my personal experience where we have hired people from three or four different places, it did not work mostly because of the times. That was the number one issue. So my, my, in my opinion, the entire team should be in one place or in one country. That, that's, that's what I think. Second, daily meetings. So this is one of my rules. I have three meetings a day with my team. They, the meetings do not need to be an hour long. I say 15 minutes long, but most of the time I have on the meetings just run for five minutes. That's it, Davey. So the morning meeting is just for five minutes. This is where we, it's in stand-up meeting. We say hi. We start the day. It's a good way to start the day. This is where we say, hey, we just started the day. Everybody's on their desk. Everybody started working. That's morning meeting. Afternoon meeting, just to check up on, hey, do you need anything? Is there anything that I can do for you? Uh, so that can also go just for five minutes to 15 minutes, usually just five minutes. Most of the time, we don't have a lot to talk about. So even if these are just for five minutes, the impact is very high. And the last meeting is where I like spending a lot of time on the end of the day meeting. That's when we discuss, hey, what, are, what, did, you do? what did you do all day long? Show that to me. If you need any kind of help, do I have to give any feedback? Now, we can talk about maybe somebody is thinking, hey, why, why, why not we have the morning meeting for half an hour or 15 minutes or as long as needed and the evening meeting as short as possible? I like it the other way around because I think in the morning, everybody's very creative. In the morning, everybody should be spending their brain power on creative work, on the things that they need to execute and on, on meetings. Meetings is not something very productive. And that's what I think. So because it's not that productive, let's just utilize the time of the evening when everybody's brain is already fried. They're not thinking straight anymore anyway. Uh, so we just have the meeting for half an hour or longer if needed. So 
having three meetings a day just to see each other's face that works like magic jamie third one i can recommend is is a time tracking tool now the communication has to be different the moment an employee hears time tracking tool they think about hey they want to track every single thing that we're doing but the communication can be where or the way we can explain it explain it to the uh, employees or or colleagues abroad or offshore is that hey this is not to keep track on every single thing that you do but this is to keep track on how productive we are this is to keep track on what we promised are they getting delivered this is to keep track on everything that is going on that you have joined you have logged in you have actually worked on those dates so these time tracking tools are not to just keep track on hey have you worked today it's not it is to keep track on everything else so imagine an hr but is a virtual hr that's what i that's how I, that's how i explain it to all my team members like the time tracking tool that we use is kind of like virtual hr the last point that i can talk about for your offshore team and doesn't matter if you have one person in your offshore offshore team or a few people this is what i recommend i'll show you actually what i recommend this here my friend is a quirking space in dhaka and there are a lot of quirking spaces like this worldwide doesn't matter which country you work with i would love for you to work with us here uh, you know, uh, colleagues from bangladesh but giving a desk for your employee, offshore employee, or your colleague is one of the best things that you can do. I'll, let me explain. One, the person who comes here versus the person who is at the office, uh, at, at home. The person who comes here, usually they start two hours early, they wake up, get ready, and then they come to office. So the brain is already working. Like it or not, most people who work from office, they, they so this is what I said, they get up and join the morning meeting. <laughs> This is what they all do, yeah. So, so they it takes them two more hours to you know get get inside the headspace of hey I have to get uh, get going and actually start working. That's one. Two, there is no electricity issue whatsoever. We have you know the the corking spaces they have good electricity, good generator, and when we are offshoring to countries like Bangladesh, India, or Pakistan, or even Philippines. Electricity can be an issue, which might be not not an issue for Canada, but for Bangladesh or a few other countries, electricity can be an issue. If the work, if the person is working from home, it can be an issue. In working space, it is not an issue. Third and another important thing, the internet. There are a lot of times when maybe somebody is working from some remote place and the internet is not that good. The working spaces they have really good internet and they make sure that they have backup internet as well. So if one line goes down the other line is up there i can go i can keep going on and keep going on the last point that i want to uh, mention is that the usually when people offshore maybe they start with one but they never end with one they always want to expand because how affordable things are and how awesome the team is they get to see that offshore people can execute exactly like onshore people once they say it they want a team think about a team the team if the entire team is working from one quirky space the collaboration is much much better because the person is right in front of me if he or she has a question if i'm not in a meeting that person can ask me i can give a feedback right there if i'm the manager i can just take when i'm going for you know to bring my water i can just take a look at the screen and say hey dude what's up how is everything going on do you need my help right you cannot do that 
when you have everybody working from home in different places. You can do it only when everybody's working from the same space. So there you go, Jamie. I talked a lot about how somebody can be productive and the, one of the most important things that anybody can do for an offshore person to be productive is to give them a desk in uh, at a co-working space. I hope this helps, Jamie. Yeah, and, I, and I'll expand on this from a founder's perspective. You know, I've been offshoring now for seven years and the two departments, pods or teams that I think are critical for a cohort to sit together, to, to infuse themselves in each other's ideas and working style. Number one is marketing. Number two is engineering. And specifically on marketing, it's amazing. I watch as I'm on calls with our team, with, with Safa, as an example, who's just on the call. She'll turn to another colleague. Oh, by the way, how's the book landing page doing? Oh, and they'll come into the call and they're all exactly. working on the projects together. And they, little, they, they pull upon each other videographer, come over here, graphic designer, come over here. It, it really does work um, because marketing is a customer facing version of engineering, right? You've got UX design of websites, you've got events, you've got, you use Trello boards just like engineers do. So it's a very similar working environment. So as you build up a marketing support team, and you're thinking about your organic content marketing support team or it's paid media support team, you'll want the teammates working together because I have seen it. Nazmul is correct. If you have a disparate support team, they just don't all understand the lock and key. Oh, you do this, then I do that, then you do this. Um, because there's cultural nuances. They can't speak their local language to get that pure knowledge transfer on the most complex ideas. That was number one. The number two takeaway, I've, I've, I actually really like that you run, there's a book, I think it was written in the 1990s by a gentleman named Ken Blanchard, wrote the book, Five Minute Manager, where they, oh, Shopify. Shopify every quarter, they have a software that randomly deletes recurring meetings out of thousands of employees' calendars. And what it does is it forces the employees to justify, well, would you redo that recurring meeting or do you just give up on it? And so the really, really important ones get recreated again. But the not so important ones, you know, they just don't happen. And it's because it's the concept called the cupboard theory. If you give somebody 30 minutes, they'll take 30 minutes. If you give them 15, they'll be more executive summarizing with that meeting. If you give them five, they'll be even more executive summarizing. So Nazmul's running in our share co-working space with the marketing and sales support. He's running the, the Ken Blanchard five-minute meeting concept three times a day. I really love that. So Nazmul, this is great. This is how you build a sales and marketing support team in Dhaka, Bangladesh. This is great. Um, if people want to know more about it, go to getleverage.com. We'll talk offshoring best practices. We can teach you best practices. We can recruit the best talent for you. We can manage that talent for you or even do the work done for you services. Think of an entire organic content marketing team. Think of prospecting for you on LinkedIn. 
So with that, go to getleverage.com, subscribe to our newsletter, subscribe to this channel and help it grow. Help us, our founders, kind of cut through the murky waters that are offshoring. So with that, Nesmo, anything else you want to add before we go? This is good. This is good. Let's be productive. Doesn't matter if we're offshoring or working together, let's be productive. One of the main reasons why I love working with the team is so that we can inspire each other and be productive. Thank you, Jamie. Until next time, take care.